we always try to solve our problems by thinking that the problem is the problem you have told yourself this is how good i can ever be brands invest in marketing do you invest in relationships or you damage them daily and you think tomorrow your brand will come out alive what we have learned today how do we implement it to achieve this needed results do you even change your paradigm? Generally, I think my paradigm has seriously shifted. I want to refer to Deolo like a candle that is lighting other candles. In fact, this is the best place I've ever been in my life. The number one reason why people are not able to lead themselves is because they keep self-sabotaging. There is no easy money that comes without hard work. It doesn't exist. If it does, it is just a poison chalice. You will not be able to sustain it or replicate it. So some of your names today, you don't even realize that they are brands. But we messed them up by compromise. If you know you want to have that strong brand identity and you cannot withstand any little rain or sunshine, then you are not a great brand. I want to start with this. If you can read it and if you can see it, it's a thought starter. And if I'm going to be talking to you about personal branding and leadership, I want to put some things on the table. Um, I'm a very strong student and proponent that leadership starts with the individual. You know, in our country today, we are saddled with myriads and myriads of problems. Now, I have had the privilege, by his grace, to walk through companies that have manufactured products. So Guinness, Coca-Cola, Cadbury, uh, Samsung can be a bit of, it's still manufacturing, but it's technology, and of course, L'Oreal. So we have a plant, and in that plant, we need ingredients. And in this, apart from the ingredients, you need machinery, and then you also need people, right? So the ingredients are brought together, made into a formulation, and they go through a series of machines, and at the end of the day, the, the output is either put in some package, whether a container, whether a bottle, whatever format, and it comes out into the full goods store, and from the full goods store or warehouse, they package it for the trade, you and I become what? Consumers. Now, if you look at us and our problem, the manufacturing plant is us, families, and see the people that we are outputting at the other end, that either today leaders on the line, production line followers, there's a problem with the entire chain. And it's because leadership starting from self is absent. And it's really about values. It's about so many things. So personal branding, it's not for you to go out and brand your business. It's about you. Leadership is not about Buhari or whoever. It's about you. I mean. Just think about it. We have a president who, who continuously thought about winning elections. He forgot to improve himself. That's why he's, he doesn't have what it takes to move the engines the way he should go. That's the truth. He was so busy, I need to win an election, I need to win. That's what they do all the time. And we all do it because of our examinations when we're in university. We only go to school or go to class when time for exams are right. So how do you expect that you'll be quality, qualified, personified individuals and leaders 
the manufacturing plant got burnt 30, 40 years ago. Not now. And we are already burning the next 30. So what can we do to change it? I trust God that he'll help us. But this thought starter is this. And it's from a man I like called David Alessandro. He says, once you reach a certain level, the odds are against you rising higher. And frankly, you know what? There are more and more people that will be standing in your way. The minute you reach a certain level, for every new level, there's a new devil. I want you to understand that the odds against you going higher are there. But sometimes you just realize that everything is making sure that you don't get to your destination. But if you don't see that as a challenge, then you will understand that you have a bit of a journey. So what is the importance of a personal brand? Companies brand themselves to create an image. I mean, I had the privilege of working for fantastic companies, fantastic brands. And each time I talk about one brand, I'm told that I'm personal and I'm... I talk about Coke so much. I spent 11 years of my career in Coke, seven in Guinness, three in Cadbury, Samsung two, L'Oreal, probably average three. So you can add it up. And the rest, I've been on my own, jumping around, doing what I like doing. But each of these companies, especially Coca-Cola, they represent themselves with images. And they protect it so well. So we create a personal image for the same reason, to build a brand centered on ourselves that leads people to think of us. Do you know, I'm standing here, I don't know who's in the audience there. But reality is that, I may have offended one or two of you somewhere along the line. And that impression on that first contact is what has been in your head. And the day you now find the product called ID, you won't touch it. So some of your names today, you don't even realize that they are brands. But we mess them up by compromise. We mess them up with all kinds of things. And tomorrow, when you want to move further, remember I said, when you decide to go higher, the odds against you will be so much because of what you planted yesterday. So have you thought about the impact you can be having when you do certain things? Have you? Many years ago when I started my career as a brand manager in Guinness, I launched Satsembrow, the final word, then. Now, at the time, my boss then, Chief Ulumba, who is still alive today, and gracefully actually called me this morning and said, he heard I have six children. He said, that's chief for you, naturally. As a chief, just one third of that. He said, that's very good. It means you have not been going home frequently. I said, it's true. But that's my boss, way, way back. Chief gave me the responsibility, and then my budget was 450 million naira to launch Satsembra in 1994 to prepare it to launch in the market. Not just that. 1994, I was about 27 years old, thereabout, okay? And I was saddled with 450 million. And I had to deal with the suppliers, I had to deal with getting the agencies for Satsembrow. And then we got to the time of pitching. I had Prima Garnet, I had Campaign Palace, I had Lawson Thomas and colleagues, LTC, and there were five agencies that I shortlisted. So Billy Lawson, 
Tunde Lubodi. Tunde Lubodi was with, I think it was with Pramagana then. These guys came with all their presentations. They were fantastic to the Guinness headquarters. At the end, I picked LTC. But I tell you, it was LTC Pramagannet Campaign Palace. Now, fast forward to many years ahead, I gave, I scored LTC 4.4, Pramagannet 4.2 over 5, and then 4. So they took the ratings in that order. And I went to my boss, Chief Mba, and I said, I'm awarding this contract. Or I want us to give that to LTC. And he said, Idorean, is your call. That was the first major decision I took in my career. But I didn't know it was a decision, it was an arrow shot into the future. Very many years after, I was president of Advertisers Association of Nigeria. I had to represent Advan, and also the council had to be put together, of which Lulu, approved by the minister, late Dora Kinyoli, put together. And the council was put together, and I was mem a member of the council. Ade Akinde was member of council. All the guys that were there with me were now members, were in the same council, years after, maybe two decades after. But guess what? What if I had collected money from Lulu or this one? How would they view me 20 years after? Where would be the respect? You see, many of us grinds our seed. We chop our seed. You don't see the future, but the future is now. Whatever you do now, that's why I'm happy on that last point. When, when you stand and you want to see that future, Donald Trump didn't start now. So stop joining the bandwagon to write him off. He started a long time ago to build his brand. And what you're seeing now has manifested. Whether you like it or yes, I don't say or not, it's done. It's a done deal. Whether an electoral college is going to vote again in December, it doesn't matter. The important thing is the man went after something and he got it. So what do you want people to think of you when you want to talk with them? When you go to consult with them, when you have an idea, or you come to them looking for a job or business or whatever it is that you need, who are you? These are the hard truths that we cannot tell ourselves. Because many of us have sold our voices on the altar of gold and compromise. I'm not telling you that I'm a saint, but I am what I am by the grace of God. I know the things that will put me in jail, and know the things that will get me out of jail. I played Monopoly well as a young lad, so I have my get out of jail free here. And it's called the grace of God. I do not take it for granted, and I cannot tell you I'm the best thing that happened since sliced bread. So what is it that makes you or you stand out in the people's minds? What makes you stand out? Whatever that standout factor is, it becomes part of your personal brand. And as we move on, I hope this provokes you. If it doesn't provoke you, then it's a waste of my time and your time. But if it does provoke you, I want to say something to you. You know, when you look at the scriptures and it says, Sears thou a man, diligent in his ways. Now, what do people think of you? Can someone say gracefully that Mr. X or Idoran, you, what exactly do you have? So this thing about personal brand is not, uh, it's not moi moi. You know, in our business, they bring moi moi, but also mess, they follow him. And that mess, they turn to message. So either it goes smell or nascent. 
I'm yet to see the one that sends. So what is it about certain brands that makes them memorable? And that's exactly the connection I'm making. I just gave you a live example of a personal friend of mine. We started off as friends, but today we are more than brothers. If at the age of 50, oh no, no, let me walk back. At the age of 40, you find yourself in a situation where you need X amount, regardless of what it is, as low as 10,000 and as high as 10 million. And the time comes for you to make that call. And there is nobody that can put a bet on you. Then you wasted 20 years. Because at the age of 20, that's when your skills would have come up for recognition. The first decade, 20 to 30, gives you an opportunity to expand your skill set and gain relevance. Between 30 and 40 is the time of differentiation. That's marketing. But in real life, think about it. By the time you hit 40, 40 is the time you're about to take those steps and begin to coast on the investments you made in the last 20 years. And what are those investments? My people, where I come from, they say, oh, they yene, that people are your wealth that you have created. So if in the last 20 years you didn't create any wealth, you made no impact, nobody will be ready to invest in you at the age of 40. So when you get to 50 and you need 10 million, and you can't have a man put a bet on you, sorry, you have to run to God, let him show you the way of salvation, and then he alone will be glorified in your life. Because I don't know, no, I'm serious, because you have done 30 years, and it's because you, didn't, you never had a brand. And there was no value to anything that you had. That's a way to check. So if you are 40, call a friend now and say, I need 2 million. So I'm going to very, I'm going to very. Now I'm not, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Either you never invested in people's lives or you never divest. It's these are real issues though, that someone will take a bet on you and say I'm part of you because of who you are. That's your personal brand. The day you can't do that, then you have not started. I didn't, I, I, you see all these brands, McDonald's, Coke, that's what they have. If Coke decides to just sell the name alone today, it's worth X. What are you worth? Let me go to where they said I should stay. Because I, I, I love popular stand. That is my place. But let me respect my ogre. But it means standing out from the crowd. Can any of you tell me that you are standing out of that crowd? Are you? Your values? These are the real issues. Because the currency you trade with is your brand. It's your name. Look at the brands there. Which, I know, which one can you recognize? Can you recognize all? Huh? Which one can you put a finger to that is so cheap that you can buy today? Which one was built in one day? Look at Mercedes. That Mercedes, just that I put it. She said, because I love Mercedes. I said, yes. And you know why I love Mercedes? Now, motorway, you go drive, 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 you go drive you, you go drive, I mean, go drive you, you drive, I mean, go drive you. And when you finish, you try to sell and you collect your money back. Then, Toyota. You no, know, people from my part of the world, we call it Toyota. 
Karamaman, you want to say, call it Toyota. You call it to Toyota. Toyota. Mm. That's why we are not newscasters. But God will deliver us and we'll get there. The strength of advocacy is in the brand. And that is where the power lies. That somebody will be ready to say, ah, without this, I am nothing. And I need this man or this woman. Are you that man? Are you that woman? If you are not, hmm. Now, time check. So, let me leave these brands and let's start going to ourselves. The reality of all of this is that having a personal brand is really building what? Reputation. That your sons, daughters that will rise, when the Bible says that the sons will rise at the gates, it's reputation. It's your reputation that will make some sons stand up and say, hmm, we know your father. Not these days that the fathers and the sons are all dodging. Because when they look for the father, the account is traced to the son and the daughter, the whole family is dodging. Why? What is in one, just one bedroom, that's where you sleep in. Even if you have, your, there's one man, I saw the man coming in the flight. I said, thank God we are not sitting in the same room. Then my friend said, I take no. I said, the market today, if the man crossed that side, come, even myself, I go sleep for ground. That man was big. And I didn't know how if, you know, even that man, only one bedroom, Padakpatana, 10 by 10, bed, one. So what are you doing with the retinue of cars? And I'll tell you what you do with them. So let's look at personality. I hope you are, am I making sense? If I'm not, just tell me, come, this man, come, time don't reach. Hey, calm down. I will calm down. Notice, but tomorrow we'll go see again. But the complex part of this, when you look at personality, is a complex of characteristics that distinguishes an individual or a nation or group. Now think about us. When they see Nigerians, they know us. There's something about us that characterizes us. Either we are noisy or we are passionate, you know. Two Nigerians go to argue, go to say floor won't come out. Then the Kenyans go talk, say, what's wrong with them? They say nothing, it's normal. <laughs> That's what personality means. And so, for some of us that had the privilege of, when we go outside the shores of this country, we are first viewed as fraudsters. We are first viewed in the lenses that we have created based on the images that we have put in the heads and the minds of people. So that's what the personality stands. It also stands for distinctive traits, of course, and characteristics. I mean, we talked about individuals, we talked about the people, we talked about the nation, and the behavior. It's all around behaviors. And sometimes also, it's symbolic with iconic structures and, you know, what I mean. Now, what is an icon? Who is an icon? You're going to see what I mean by using iconography or iconic representation that an individual can translate into a brand and from that brand becomes a bundle of benefits in different ways. So let's look at these personalities. How many of you know three over three? You can identify the three guys, right? Beyond being a boxer, what else do you know about George Foreman? 
Sorry? He has a novel? Oven? Yeah, thank you, ma'am. Who else? Sorry? There are so many grills you use in your homes. There are most of them. George Foreman. They are all patented. But you only know him for Umar uh, Jeshed. The man has Jeshed to become Bobby Brown. Every little step I take, you will be there. Hey. Every step I take. Then he'll now give you running man. Abby? Okay. Beyond running man, what else is Bobby Brown? Women, tell me. Makeup, foundation, face, lips, eyes. Bobby Brown is making money. From what? Forget the fact that he was piffing. Or forget the fact that he was into drugs. But you are using his products. Right? That tells you that every brand has his own issues. But at the end of the day, it's the delivery that makes all the difference. Now, Michael Jordan. El Jordan. You all remember. Shoes. Beyonce. I mean, she just, there's some, our latest perfumes, the latest one she has is called Heat Seduction. Heat Seduction. If you buy that one, I die. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, Jello. Can I continue? This is exactly what it takes to move your personal brand and your careers and transport it into something else. There are many of you seated here that your names, those characteristics that people have called and know you by, is enough equity for you to sell and begin to make money from it for the future. But if you didn't invest in it, you can't get it. So what then is a brand? And now I'm going to start pacing. A brand can be defined as a comprehensive, consistent value a person receives by using what? A product or service. But then a brand conveys a whole set of expectations. They can be negative or positive. So Trump. So a lot of us today have said so many negatives about Donald Trump. But before this time, we didn't. Do you know that? Because many of us didn't know him. But the time the man decides to sure just make some spirited defense to become the next um, serious model, the world is at unease. And the man is having fun. You think he cares? He cares. What does he care about is investment. I'm telling you. Because he knows that Trump Towers goes down and all of those things go down, he's going down. He knows. Not about him, but his investment. Do you think he cares if the world come together? He doesn't care. I'm telling you, a man's where? Treasure lies where? He thinks his heart is America. It's Trump Towers. Let them try and riot near Trump Towers and riot. Let the Americans. So you saw the first statement he made. He said, these guys are just busy. And later they told him, ah, okay, I don't say that. He said, okay, <laughs> yeah, just playing. Thank you very much. 
But this brand, you can say what you like, it can be negative or positive. But I like to look at the positive part of it. Let me tell you something. In absolute terms, from my little brand experience, a brand is simply a bundle of benefits. And this is a question I'll ask you. Do you have an identity? The reason being that whenever a clear and strong identity is lacking, a brand is like a ship without a rudder. And a rudder is so tiny. If you look at how humongous a ship is, what steers it is not as big as my hand. Smaller than this. That's a rudder. So if you don't have an identity, then there's a struggle. I mean, is it too late? I'm in my 60s. Is it too late? The answer is no. I'm in my 50s. Is it too late? The answer is no. I'm in my 20s. Is it early? Yes. Depends on what you do with the rest. I mean, I'm just saying that it's, nothing is so late. But here's why I said it's not late. Because every brand needs to go through a process of evolution. And what does this mean? Let me put it in practical terms. What brand of toothpaste did you use this morning, madam? Do you use? Madam, which one? Toothpaste. Or I'll be. Long reach. Yeah. Yeah. Not a toothpaste or chewing stick. I don't know now. You have to know a brand. Toothpaste. Thank you. Well, you see, that's the problem. I don't have to know everything. When I heard Long Reach, I had to said, is it? Don't mind. I'm not trying to embarrass you. Who else? Bros. Colgate, sir. Close up. Now, within four different spaces, four different brands. Why Colgate, sir? I've been using it for a while. While close up. Madam, Long Reach, that one, you can't be using it for a while. <laughs> Why? Keeps my breath fresh. Or I'll be. For a while. Now, this is. Sorry? Hmm? Please tell me the reason. You are paid for using it. Uh -huh, if not, ah, they wonder. Long Reach. <laughs> But thank you for being honest. That's, that's what makes your brand strong. Now, here's the... It starts from a physical benefit. So, before you get into emotional benefits, the toothpaste you're using must either give you that sense of fresh breath, makes my mouth feel... And then each time you wake up in the morning and in the evening and use the same brand, you feel the same way over time, you discover that you have some emotional attachment to it. And those emotional consequences become benefits. And as they become benefits, you get used to it. So you go to a store. Do you have close-up? They say no. You go to the next one. Do you have close-up? They say no. And you take a last try. To the last one, they say no. Then what do you have? They say we have Colgate. Then you will try Colgate. The minute you try it the first time, mm. oh. Or you try it and it's so fresh, automatically you'll keep using it, using it, and one day you go back, close up is not there, you switch. But the reality is that the brand identity is set up. At that stage, we start talking about equity. So it takes physical and emotional benefits to drive equity. But what makes a great brand? 
And this is where all of those brands you found me talk about, you can align them with your personal brand because every brand you find is built from a stage of an individual. When we are sitting now as marketing people and we want to frame anything around a brand, we use individual demographics, psychographics, and tell us what does this brand represent? What is Gulda? What is Marlboro? It's male, 25-year-old, strong, dynamic, and then they start talking about a lifestyle. And that's how we build all the brand communication and all the strategy around brands. So what makes a great brand? Number one, he has staying power. If you know you want to have that strong brand identity and you cannot withstand any little rain or sunshine, then you are not a great brand. You can't be a great brand. But when you can withstand it and you have that staying power, boy, I mean, look at Samsung. That, what the Note, whatever, Note 7 has cost, $10 billion. It will shake Samsung, money-wise. But trust me, two years from now, huh, if Samsung remains, then it's a great brand. If it doesn't, then it wasn't. But I tell you, it will come back. Not because I was MD of Samsung, but I know what they have and what it takes. The second thing that the brand, a great brand has, is consistency. Are you consistent as an individual? Five people are going to talk about you. If you go to your parents, go to your siblings, go to your co-workers, go to your sons and daughters, go to your church members, go to your colleagues in the golf course, to your gymnasts, go to whoever. I mean, eight out of ten. Are they going to mean, can you take some consistent words about you? But if you go to anybody, any country you land, and the first sign you see is Coca-Cola, you know there's a friend, someone I can trust. I don't need to drink their water, but the minute I drink a bottle of Coke, I'll be refreshed. That's what it means. It means Coke is a friend, regardless of where you land. Is that how you're seen? Consistency. And the last one, but not the least, is what we lack. It's called authenticity. Being real. How many of you are true to yourselves? You put on an image that is not yours, and you think people will buy you for a long time, you'll be inconsistent. Just be yourself. Trust me. As I did, so if you see me, they chop under a gege bridge, they do play table tennis. Not me. No look twice. I like Booker die. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> Pastor V had to look at me. He said, if I didn't know your wife, and that your wife cooks very well, some years back, I'll say there's something wrong with you. What do you look for in Booker? I said, Pastor, an Ajinomoto effect. Ajinomoto. When you go to a place and you're not chasing flies, like, you know, the food not the sweet. And you can't have typhoid. You sit there, the sweat, the woman is saying, hey, I wonder. From the sweat, it's going into, and she turns everything together. I look at me, am I not looking fresh? When I go chop for Sherats in the camp, oh, I have a tummy bug. Which tummy bug? Nothing. Buka. But the point is, you'll find me eating buka. Don't look, see, whenever I go to the island, um, TBS area, there's one mama at the back there. She's been there for 20 years. I still go there. If I go to Akrili, there's where we eat Amala. I can give you the spots. Hmm? If I go to Ibadan, I know where I'll go to. Why? I'm just being real. And you see me at Sheraton, I'll follow Pastor Dale. Hello. 
I said, oh, that's MDF. That's your business. That, is, that was MDF Samsung. Now I'm not. But do you understand? You must be real. So let's look at your friendship pool. If people are going to say, who are my valued friends? Where will you sit? If your employer is going to look at the top most valuable employees, where will you sit? If your community, not these days that they buy chieftaincy with anything, but if you were to honor certain individuals, where would you sit? It's the value of your brand that puts you on the radar. That's the same way you find Apple being number one, you find Google two, and you find Coke three. Coke has held that and still holds it from a beverage standpoint, or let's call it FMCG. I mean, technology will give it to Apple. If you dissect it or slice and dice it by sector, you still find Coke sitting on top of it. Why Coke? Why Apple? How would Samsung, I can tell you, I joined Samsung when? Esther, when did I join Samsung? I've even forgotten myself. Even me that I went to the company. 2010. As of 2010, Nokia was in the top 20. Because I remember saying to someone that, watch this space, that Samsung is going to move from 19. No, I think we were about 19. Nokia was in the top 10 or something. Yeah, Nokia was in the top 10. And I said, Nokia is going to disappear five years from now. By 2015, there won't be a Nokia. All of my friends said to me, I did your mouth today, sweet. I said, I said, why? Because sitting there, Samsung would always have us, I mean, the, all the CEOs will come in, I think it normally happens about May, June, mid-year, and they'll give us a projection on all the products that are coming in the next five years. So I knew there was going to be a Note 7 in 2010. Everything was there. So how would you not bet on that? Branding enforces the strength of leadership. So if you want to be a true leader, you must be a leader of self. And it starts by keeping promises. And beyond that, building relationships. Every single one of us here is in love with one brand or the other. Even the water in front of you. If I tell you the story of Eva, and how we launched Eva, Eva Water. Once upon a time, this was not a Coca-Cola brand. When I mean Coca-Cola as in TCC, the Coca-Cola company, the one I worked for. Nigerian bottling company is our bottler, was our bottler, see me, I'm saying is. I don't get shares. And this brand was a Bob. We called it Bob, bottler-owned brand. But it was doing so well. At that time, the company said we had Desani. And we needed to launch Desani. It's about this, I mean, if you know Desani, you can Google it. Beautiful bottle, beautiful shape, premium. Nigerian people have become so used to ever. And so we went into research. And we found that, number one, we didn't trust water we drank because we didn't have portable water. P-O-T-A-B-L-E, right? Portable, not uh, as in <clears throat> drinkable water. After the research and all the things we did, Eva, Eva was so strong. And the Coca-Cola company decided to buy it off the bottler. And that's why it became a stable of Coke. And then what did we have to do? We had to change the design. And why, why is it blue? Whenever you see brands use the color blue, you think because 
blue is refreshing. And the whole motif had to change. But I'll tell you something. If you look into ever, this sign has remained over the years. Look here. There's this. It was just that lens. It, it looks, you wouldn't know that it's um, a microscope or whatever instrument it is, but to tell you that at any point in time, you cannot find impediments in this. And so far, this is the only one I can drink. Thank <laughs> you.